This is the Straight From The Net podcast with Jamie and Danielle. We say bad words and talk about inappropriate things that you may not want your coworkers, small children, or the easily offended to hear. Listener discretion is advised. everybody it's yet another episode of the straight from the net podcast and guess who i am danielle and guess who this is i'm jamie and this Woo! is a podcast <laughs> did i already say that play straight from the net and this is a podcast danielle always says it's straight from the net podcast she's like this is another episode of the straight from the net podcast and I'm, i just think it's funny so it's a podcast <laughs> it's a podcast you asshole no i'm kidding <laughs> And what's today's date, JB? Because we always do that. Today's date is August 9th. Is it the fucking 9th already? 2020. The weather outside is absolutely beautiful. I was raving it. The weather outside is frightful. (laughs) It almost felt like it the way you did it. The weather outside is wonderful. I will get all the birthday wishes out of the way right now. Oh, yeah. All our August birthday wishes. Happy birthday, Jason. Happy birthday, Sean. Happy birthday, Chris. Happy birthday, Rachel. Happy birthday, Sharon. Sharon. Happy birthday, mm-hmm. Whitney Houston today. <laughs> is it Whitney Houston's birthday? It is birthday? Whitney's birthday today. Oh, boy. So I figured I'd, I'd give her a little something, a little happy birthday wish up in heaven. Yes. You know, and just know, Whitney, that I will always love you. Originally performed by Dolly Parton. I know. Oh, my gosh. Did you see that thing on... Um, what was it like YouTube where somebody sat down? Oh, like, yeah, two I posted teenagers. it. The was two, it you that did it? Yes, the two And kids, they listened to Dolly Parton. And they listened to Jolene, and now it's viral. They did Phil Collins, and Phil Collins in the air tonight has hit number one and like top 10 on the pop charts 40 years after its release. Shut the shit up! I swear to God. Because the kids, oh my God, look because at me these, looking at you like you just are coming to save her. That is so crazy. These kids are bringing, like, they're listening to these older songs. Like, they, they, they do their little rap thing, and they're listening to these older songs to get inspiration, and they react to them. I love it. And they were so excited about Jolene. They were like, yeah. And, like, you could see they were really into it in the video. And they did In the Air Tonight, which I meant to watch, but I didn't see until I got here. I have to watch after, yeah. And then I got all, like, invested in Lainey when I got here. (laughs) I know, really. We went outside. She looked at me while she pooped. Did she? Yes. It was. Oh, really? It was bonding. You were bonding? Oh. It was bonding. She was like, look at my poop. Oh, my God. Look at it. So, can I just. Talk about me for a minute. Please do. Talk about you. <laughs> so I had probably one of the best nights I've ever had in my life last night. I'm so happy for you. Like, no joke, had a blast. So I take the man. That's right. I have a man now. Look at me. Look, look <laughs> at me. I went from bitter to happy as fuck. So so the man and I, we go out like on, um, we have our little date night. So we go out and we have... um. He took me to El Jefe because I've never been Is there it before. Delicious? I was not a fan. It's okay. Oh. It was okay, but I was like, I don't know. It's like they it's had not, like shredded beef. It was almost it's like not Morella. It's not Morelia, yeah. And it was like almost like when I wanted to get like you know my normal like tacos with like you know rice and beans, and I was like, oh god, I better take Vino because I don't want to be like farting around this guy all night long, right? You know, that's like the worst thing you want is to like have bean farts or something, and you're like just like you know with somebody. So. um... And I was like, yeah, and it had on the menu, and it was like, you know, like Tex-Mex tacos or whatever, and it's shredded beef, and it was like pot roast, almost. Oh, it had that consistency. Texture? Yes, and I was like, no, it's supposed to be like ground beef, motherfuckers, what's happening? 
And then it was like, and it said like, and it, you know, rice and um, refried beans. And I was like, yeah, I want like the three of that with the rice and the refried beans. And she was like, you mean like in, like in a cup? Like she didn't understand what I was saying. I'm like, I want three tacos with rice and beans. And it usually comes on a plate and you put some fucking cheese on the refried beans and you bring me my shit. Like she just had no idea what I was talking about. And so she brought it out in this bowl. What? Like the refried beans were in like this bowl and you had to empty and then and then the rice was in a bowl and which was fine, but it was just very odd, right? Because it I was like, what the hell's happening, right? So um so we had that and they were doing the car show there or whatever. Yeah, the Kirkwood Highway Cruise. Paco, yes, they were Paco doing that. Down. Did he go down? Yeah, I was Paco like, there was nowhere to park. Highway. I was like, there was nowhere to park. I'm like, son of a bitch, what is it with everybody trying to make it so I don't fucking eat? Does everybody not know I'm angry? So um, anyway, so we we got food and then we went um, down to the the Northeast VFW and watched Bad Alibi and like all friends were down there. Like Gail was down there and Todd came down and um, neighbors and other real estate people that, you know, we know. And, and of course, you know, that's like the big thing, like went to see how he's going to do. Right. Because usually like, you know, the guys I'm with say nothing. Right. You know what I mean? And it's like, and I always wanted somebody who will just like talk and he like talked to all them and everybody was like, it was just so much fun. And we were like dancing and singing and I mean it was just so much fun he is social I do like that about he him he is very very social so then it was like alright so we go back to um, you know his place and, and we pull up and there's like no parking we're like what the hell's going on where's the parking and uh because he has like an apartment so there's like no parking but then next door is a BFW another BFW right and I was like oh my god and he was like we should go in there I was like we should let's crash the BFW but come to find out it's like open to the public yeah. and they were doing karaoke <gasps> And it's, like, all these, like, older people. Oh, yeah, the Oakton VFW? Yep. Yeah. And they are lit up. Like, and I'm lit by the time I get there. Like, Do you sing? I tore the fuck up. Yeah, I did, like, one song or whatever. But, um, and he's fine because he's, like, you know, I'm driving. He's, like, no, just do you. Like, so, of course, I'm, like, you know, wild out of my mind having a great old time. And he's, like, my designated driver, which is fantastic, by the way. And so, like, we get to the VFW and then we just start, like, slamming drinks. And now we're having a great time. Because you can walk home at this point. Because we can walk home. I mean, it's literally next door. You come out and you go right around the back and you go in the back door of the VFW. And you go down with, like, the steps and you're there. I was like, oh my God, how did you not, know? how do we not know that this silver lining was like right next door? We don't have to drive or anything. And the James, and the VFW drinks are always so cheap. I know. It was so fun. And um, so we did that and um, like, and there was like a lot of older people. And of course, like I'm making friends with everybody because you know, when I'm drinking, that's like the only time that I'm an extrovert. Outside of that, it's like buzz off. I want to be by myself. I don't want to know all these people. And everything, like, you know what I mean? But when I'm out drinking, oh, my God, I just love everybody. Everybody's my friend. So, yeah, we had so much fun. And I was like, oh, my God, I woke up this morning. I met his mom. Did she come over? Yeah, she came to drop off things. Oh. And I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, and I'm, like, in jammies, looking haggard. Because, you know, I'm, like, you know, yeah. I was tore up. So, I'm, like, I kind of look haggard. And she, like, comes in. And I'm, like, it's so great to meet you. Like, I wish I was meeting you, like, when I was actually, like, in regular clothes. And she was very, very, very sweet. And everything, so it was nice. And then we had like omelets for breakfast. So I was like, "Did he make so omelets?" Nice. Actually, I made them because he was like talking about trying to make me like scrambled eggs, and I was like, "Why don't I just make food?" And, and he's just like, "You're so perfect." I'm like, "I know." <laughs> so did you do that? You did that Saturday, right? Uh, yeah. Well, we were supposed to do things on Friday, but it like got caught up at work, so we ended up switching. I was like, "Why don't we just like chill tonight and we'll we'll go out and party up on Saturday." Which worked out. Like, it worked out so much better because right. we were able to go visit everybody. We were able to do things. I mean, we just had a freaking blast. Like, laughed all night. Yeah, Friday, um, Friday I hosted it on the rocks. It was, it was fine. There was this one girl who was, like, out of freaking control towards the end of the night. Her name was absolutely Jamie. And was that you? No, it was not me. 
It was another girl. Oh, I thought you were, like, talking about yourself. She was getting, like, so angry. And she sang, like, 15 times. And at the end of the night, she was like, you know, um, Lori closed out the show. And she was like, oh, that's right. Let the people who work the equipment, you know, close out the show. Not the people buying drinks all night and blah, blah, blah. What? And, like, she was getting really rude. And... I was like, you sang like 15 times. Lori hadn't sang all night. She closed out the song and it was excellent. And I'm, I'm really sorry that you feel like you were gypped. What the hell? But the show was over at 12 and that's how it is. Yeah. So, yeah, she was like, Lori got to the point where she was calling her bad Jamie on the mic. She was like, Jamie's up next. Not good Jamie, but bad Jamie. (laughs) Oh my gosh. That is so funny. Like she was, she was like very, and she started out very nice, but then she got, like, fucking crazy and, and rude. The more she was drinking, you mean? Yeah. You think, you think she was a little, like, hammered? Oh, yeah. She was definitely drunk. But see, those are those kinds of people you don't want around when they're drinking like that because you're like, man, you're a bad fucking time. Right. Man. Those are the people that you are hanging out with, you're having a good time with, and then they want to fight. Yeah, it's like, it's almost as bad as the people that, like, you know, you're having a good time with and then they start crying. Oh, remember when I bartended it on the rocks and I, I used to tell people, don't fucking cry at my bar. I know. I was like, oh my God. I mean, and they just be like, Ugh. and every fucking time. And we have a friend that used to do that all the time. And I'd be like, oh my God, why are you crying again? And it would be like, if we knew she was coming, we'd be like, taking bets on how long and how many drinks and how long before from the time she shows up until the time she starts bawling her fucking eyes out and causing like you uh-huh. know, drama or whatever. And we would, we would all sit around and like try to figure out how long it was going to be until she like did her thing. I was like, I just cannot with this. But yeah. so, I, she's a happy girl now though, actually. Yes. So it's kind of nice. But <laughs> She won yesterday. Um, so we, we, I did that on, on Friday, went home. Um, Saturday, we, Kira, my sister Kira hosts the big birthday party. Mm-hmm. So we did that. Um, everybody hung out in the pool. Everybody had a good time. That sounds so nice. It was really nice. Kira got it catered. Relaxed. Did she? Well, not really catered, catered. She got like the, um, the sandwich trays from Seasons, like with the cheesecakes. Oh, okay. And then the subs. And she got a couple pizzas, party pizzas, and... Oh, that was nice. Um, there was, like, fruit trays and things like that, and Kira got, like, a bunch of water ice and a bunch of liquor to put in the water ice. Oh, that is so good. Beth Ann did that with me, like, one day when we did uh, Rita's... So, I was there until about 8.30. Everybody, you know, showed up. Everybody had such a great time. Um, well, that was a long day. Yeah, but at 8.30, I went home, and I was like, I'm so tired. Paco was like, baby, you want anything from Wawa? <laughs> I got a chicken tender bowl. Did you get a chicken tender bowl? With half mac and half mashed mash. Oh my god. And I had that was a carb overload. I had all the carbs. And then we both fell asleep on the couch. And then I woke up at midnight acting like I was like mad at him for falling asleep on the couch, but I had already fallen asleep on the couch. And I was like, I knew you were gonna fall asleep on the couch. Let's go to bed. I'm tired of waiting for you. But actually, actually you already fell asleep. <laughs> actually, I I was just lucky enough to wake up before him. <laughs> No, I think it's so funny because, like, you know, the Roman, like, kind of, like, the joke about me is, like, I'm, like, this little old lady, like, I want to be in bed at, like, 10. You know what uh-huh. I mean? Like, I eat it, like, between 4 and 5, and I get teased about it, like, the, you know, the early bird specials, and I'm, like, I fucking love me an early bird special. But I'm, like, you know, you're used to what your kids do, and my kids want to eat between 4 and 5, their dinner. So, and it's, like, we've just done it for years, and it's, like, my body's ready to eat between those times. And then I'm ready for bed. Like at nine o'clock, nine thirty, I want to be up in my bed and I want to watch one episode of um, Two Broke Girls because I'm on that right now. Yeah. And I watch like one episode of that and I fall asleep. And I'm like, look at me crashing BFWs and drinking like I'm in my twenties and I don't go to bed at ten. 
and eat a fiber supplement in the morning. You know what I mean? Like, look at me go. I know. I, I'm the same way. I, I'm like, I love to be in bed early. I'm like, bedtime is so overrated, underrated. Like, it is. Like, like when, we were little, when we were little, you know, we used to fight going to bed. And now we're like, I can't wait to go to bed. I can't wait. And I now know. we know why our parents put us to bed so early so they could go the fuck to bed. <laughs> I know. Oh, my God. It's so funny. Oh, my gosh. Look at us. Just living. Living our lives. Just living. Well, somebody who um, is not living. (laughs) I don't know how to put this in. This is awful. I'm going to get so much fucking flack for this. But there is a Dirty Dancing sequel coming out. I don't know. And it's going to be weird because the person who's not living is Patrick Patrick Swayze. Swayze. And it came out on People.com on, uh, what's the date? Oh, August 7th. So on two days ago. Friday. Two days ago. And it says, according to People.com, it says Dirty Dancing sequel starring Jennifer Grey announced 33 years after original hit theaters. Apparently, there's been a couple of these, like, attempts. Well, there's been, um, I think, like, they've or, been different Dirty Dancing, like they did um, Dirty Dancing Havana Nights, where it was like the Lombada, the Forbidden Dance. Oh, right, I never like, even saw that one. We, and, and it wasn't anything that was worth watching. It's definitely something that went to the theaters that should have just went straight to DVD. Mm-hmm. Um... I'm thinking, though, with the way they have to go about this, is we discussed it. I think that they need to be like, she goes back because he's gone. She wants to go back to where the roots are, where they started. Right. And at Kellerman's or whatever it is. Oh, yeah. And they have a daughter now. And it's got to be set in, like, the 80s, if you think about it. Because that was 1969. Oh, shit. Was it 1969? It was the summer of 69 and everybody called me baby. It's the opening. Fuck, do you remember everything? It's the opening line of the movie. Is it? Yes. You remember everything. I don't understand it. Like, I literally, like, I mean, my boys will be like, Mom, I lost this Lego piece. And I'll be like, it's underneath your bed next to the shoe and, like, adjacent to the, like, you know, I don't know, fluff ball like, or dust bunny underneath your bed. Can't remember anything else. You... Opening line of Dirty Dancing from 1987. <laughs> How do you do this? Like, I wish I had it. Like, I swear, this is why, like, in high school, you'd be like, don't you remember what I did? Nope. Yesterday, You're Rachel, not... Rachel, um, her little cover around her Apple Watch popped off. Okay. Into the pool. And she was like, everybody look in the pool. And I was like, nobody move. Oh, my God, my contact. <laughs> Because she knew exactly what it was from. And Rachel was like, what movie is that from? And I was like, really? Nobody knows the movie? And they're like, no. And I was like, they were like, do it again. I was like, oh my God, nobody moved my contact. And then Rachel was like, is it still Magnolia's? And I was like, yes. 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 Oh my God. Well, it says here, according to Deadline, the sequel will be directed by Jonathan Levine and Jillian Borer and will feature a screenplay done by Mickey Darty, blah, 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 blah. The original film, blah, blah, blah. They talk about how it like won this, won that. And um, it said the first film sparked a series of other related projects as well, including a TV series, a TV movie remake, a musical, and the 2004 Dirty Dancing About a Nights. But they really don't say too much. Like, so Gray previously revealed that she turned down a role in the 2017 ABC television remake during an interview in The Hollywood Reporter. And she basically said, I was asked to do something and I didn't think it was right for me. But they don't really go in too far. Like, she just says it's happening, but they don't really give you, like, the premise to see if we're right about it or not. You know why? Because they're not going to give us much of it. Because they know that people are going to go out into the droves 
to the theater to see this. Well, it says, though plot details remain under wraps, which is what we're saying, Lionsgate CEO John Felsheimer confirmed the news of the film to the, public, to the publication, referring to it as one of the worst kept secrets in Hollywood. He added that the film would be exactly the kind of romantic, nostalgic movie that the franchise's fans have been waiting for and that have made it the biggest selling library title in the company's history. So that's where we're at with that. But so a lot of the people, when I was looking at the comments, because of course you got to look at the comments and see what they're going to say. And most of them were like, I'm not going to go see it because you can't do it without Patrick Swayze. And I'm like, you bitches are full of shit. I'm like, just like we couldn't wait to go see Twilight. And I was like elbowing like 12 year old little girls to be the first in fucking line. You know, you're going to go see this shit. I mean, you were. I was. I hated all the Twilight movies. What? The Twilight movies are, I love the books. The movies were so fun. I think it's Kristen Stewart. Oh, yeah. Kristen, Kristen Stewart. Stewart. I can't watch she any. She's great in that, though. She no, really, she, I think she, she has did. no emotion. She is, like, the worst she actress the on the Lydia. face of the planet. And I'm, I I probably get a bunch of shit from people that love her, but yeah, I think I she's a yeah. shit actress. <laughs> I thought she did fine in that. I like the Twilight movies. I like the books. I mean, I mean, for me being, like, as old as I am, you would think, like, but, I mean, it went well. It's kind of like, um, you know, all the women decided they like Fifty Shades of Grey. Obviously, it's so different, but... Um, right, and no, I like the movies. Oh, did you see that the I like new the book movies. came out? I hated the books. I, I thought the books for Fifty Shades of Grey were terribly oh, written. Oh, God, they were and horrible. I could, and I couldn't get through them, but I liked the movie. Uh, the first book wasn't terrible, and I could stomach the second book, but then that third book, I was like, I'm fucking putting this down. I ain't picking this shit back up. But um, they came out with, or she's getting ready to or something. Actually, your sister, Carrie, posted... That Midnight Sun finally came out, which is yeah. Twilight from his view. And I'm like, oh my God, yeah, I that's am been getting out. that shit. No, she just dropped it. It's she, been years. She's been working on it for years. Oh, you know what I'm thinking of that is out now? Um, the Hunger Game prequel. Mm. Like a song of something. But that is out. And I thought that was, but Midnight Sun is is from Edward's point of view. Yeah, I'm very excited to, to look. I wanna, I'm actually going to get that if I ever have any fucking time to do anything. Um, but in the meantime, yeah, like this is going to be interesting and all these women are saying that they don't want to go see it because Patrick Swayze's passed away. But I think if they did it that way and, you know, with a daughter, I feel like, or even a son, maybe like maybe the son gets, you know what I mean? And he's like real handsome, like Johnny Depp or not Johnny Depp. Oh my God. Patrick Swayze. I think that would be really good. I feel like people need to, you know, Patrick Swayze is gone and I'm sure he would have done this movie in a heartbeat and he would have wanted us to support it. That's what I'm going with. Yeah. So, okay. So. so, I have a feel-good story because I want to keep it feeling goodish. Oh, my gosh. Oh. So, judges char- a judge charges mom for parking violation but changes his verdict when daughter says she's hungry. So, in Providence, Rhode, I- in Providence, um, Rhode Island, that's where that is. A is woman- this, this judge is kind of, he's got his own little show. Everybody yeah, he, loves him. He's, he's, it says, a woman made her way to stand for a parking violation in front of Judge Caprio. The defendant was accompanied by her two children that day, including her six-year-old daughter. He made her a deal that he'd let her off the ticket as long as he took her hungry kids to breakfast. So in Providence, Rhode Island, Judge Frank Caprio serves as the jurisdiction's chief municipal judge. One of the things that he has become known for over the years is that he has served on the bench is his high level of kindness that he has shown to so many people who have become part of the legal system, Mm -hmm. which I think that goes a long way. It does. Um, while there are still still many people who have had him making judgments in their cases who aren't too happy, um, there are many who are grateful for the kindness that he has shown. No matter what the person on the stand has been accused of in traf- 
of Intrapicurk, he tries to show cer a certain level of understanding, and he tries to give people second chances when he believes it's the right choice in the situation. Right. So I watched quite a few of his videos that they put out, and I'm right. like, oh my gosh, I love this guy. So during during the hearing, the defendant explained to the judge that her cousin had been holding a party at her house, and she had driven to driven there to pick something up at 3 a.m. to avoid getting her car hit. By a passing vehicle, she had parked on the sidewalk to avoid having her car hit. When the police went to the address, the car was given a ticket. She went She went on to gather $200 in fines from not paying the ticket on time. Oh. Which happens when you're a single mom and, and you know. Yeah, you don't have the money. After hearing the woman's version, versions of events, Judge Caprio turned to her daughter after calling her onto the stand and stated, Do you hear that? Now we're going to make a decision. She told the two. She told. She was told to choose the fairest option of the four of her mother's judgments. So these options were, number one, her mother pays the original fine of $100 and $200 in fees. Two, her mother pays just the $100 fine. Three, her mother pays $50, half the original fine. Four, her mother pays nothing. After being the, given the choices, the little girl responded, I'm going to charge her with number three. I'm going to charge her $50. It was around 9.20 a.m. and Judge Caprio asked the little girl what she ate for breakfast. And she responded that she was starving as she had been at court since 8 a.m. Without eating, in response, he charged the mother with nothing on the condition that he she take her children out to breakfast. While a woman no. may have made a mistake by parking illegally, a Rhode Island judge was more than fair. He made her a deal that he'd let her off the ticket as long as he took her hung she took her hungry kids out to breakfast. Something she happily accepted. So it's being called as the breakfast verdict. It's received oh. a lot of views and has warmed the hearts of many viewers. Has anyone helped by giving you a second chance? Does this story inspire you to show you to show some kind kindness during a stressful time? So that is my feel good story. And here is the mom with her youngest, who obviously is hungry. She is cranky oh. as shit, and she's like, "Could you please?" And then here's the little girl. Oh, that you know chose to. Well, she was still going to give her mom a punishment. She was like yeah. $50. But the judge was like, no, you know, we're going to let this woman off for free. Aww. Well, I think that's adorable, first of all. And I love him. I think he is so adorable. And I love his little show. More people should be like him. I know. You know, if only, right? If only we showed a little more kindness. I'm not talking about, like, murderers and pedophiles and rapists. Of course, like, punish them. But people with, like, you know... A little bit of weed on them and or like people who you know have just a abundance of fines because of parking tickets and they fell on hard times they shouldn't be in our system we've got so many people in our system that don't need to be there mm -hmm. you know and we have all these people and instead of building like these giant prisons and we have all these people in there like drug addicts and things like that give them help like build facilities that are still on lockdown right but they're like treatment facilities like They've got to have more drug counseling and things like that. I think that there's got to be so much reform in our prison systems. And it may be because, you know, I'm a softie. No, I agree. Actually, we were talking about, I forget, I don't know where we were. We were standing in line somewhere. I can't remember what it was for. And I said, you know, oh, <laughs> I was listening to BJ's yesterday. That's why. So I was like, I need to get food in this house. So I made, I domesticated his little ass. Me and Lori were talking about BJ's. I was like, I really want a BJ's membership. I know, I told you I put you online. I just, know. because you know, I, I'm, I'm hung up on this fucking um, chicken dip that I make all the time now because I have to have it. Right. And BJ's got rotisserie chickens for like five bucks. Oh, I know. Oh and God, everybody else's are like seven and eight. And I'm like, oh, 
No, they're really good, and they're big, too. But um, Yeah. So, no, we were sitting in line, and I was talking about, and I don't know how it came up, but I was like, you know, oh, we were talking about, like, all these celebrities that say, like, if Trump wins again, you know, they're going to leave the country. I was like, I would like to go to, like, one of the Nordic countries. And, like, they're all very, very happy over there. Right. I was like, they don't even have, like, real prison systems. Like, no. because it's obviously, well, I know it's kind of a you know, it's socialist over there. It was like, but, you know, everybody's happy. Like, they're fed. They've got shelter. You know, they don't really need much. Right. Like, you know, they have a really good quality of life. Like, you don't they see them have, trying to... They also have a very simpler quality of life. Yeah, but, I mean, it's like everybody's happier over there. Yeah. Like, they don't have prisons. Like, they... I mean, they're the little bit that they do have, they're like, you know, like, federal-type whatever. Yeah. And it's not the same as it is over here. Like, they think it's so different. And I was like, but their people are taken care of. They're not, like, dying in the streets. And I was like, and here we are, the superpower... You know what I mean? And, like, you know, our people aren't getting, like, the appropriate health care because they don't have money. You know? And I was like, it's just so crazy. And he was like, I love that you think of these things. And it was just so funny. But on a whole nother note, <laughs> so that little girl was kind of like a little genius. Right. Like she was very fair and she was very sweet. And you could tell her mom's trying to do her best to raise her. Right. right. And then you have these little motherfuckers over here I'm getting ready to tell you about. Oh, tell me all about that. And they're little geniuses in their own right, but they're using it for evil. <laughs> so... <laughs> It's actually kind of fucking hilarious. Okay, so it's... Co- First of all, you want to read this website. It's so embarrassing. But it's code totallythebomb.com is where this came from. <laughs> it's so stupid. Jay, please check if totallythebomb.com is a real... No, thing. it is real. It is real. There's pictures. See if it's, see if it's credible. <laughs> it is. It's based on, like, um, TikTok stuff. Like, kids mm. that are posting on TikTok and... Uh, all right, I get it. Stuff like that. And, um... So it says teens are dressing up as grandmas to purchase alcohol. That is so funny. I saw that the other day. I was like, that is fucking brilliant. I'm like, how did they, I don't, and because of the masks. Uh-huh. Right? They got half their face covered, so they have on wigs and sunglasses. But I'm like, wouldn't I look at them and be like, something weird about this. But anyway. All right. So it says, if you have a teen and a teen that may be on TikTok, listen up. And I love it how they're like, come over here, boomers. Right. I'm going to tell you what's going on because y'all, you know, too old to understand, right? Said Most a, boomers don't have teens, though. Boomers, well, no, but, but they call me, somebody called me a boomer We are not boomers, people. I was like, please quit calling us. We are like the chillish generation out there right now. Like, we're I, the last decent generation. We are the like, last decent generation. Yeah, we know how to go play outside still. Right. We were the latchkey kids. Yeah. Like, we are not suffering during quarantine. We are good. We know how to live on shit made out of powder. I saw something made out of powder. Carnation Instant Breakfast used to be my jam. I used to tell my mom to bring Nestle that shit quick. home. Yes, Carnation Instant home. Breakfast, ramen noodles. Oh my plate. god, I can't do ramen noodles anymore. It's my heart rates now when I eat them. But um, so there's there was this meme something about like all these parents are like, and they're like, this is how you know we're like in a whole different ball of wax, like with this generation. Because now like, you know, all the schools are getting ready to go Zoom again for like yeah. the first, at least the first quarter. And <laughs> and they're like, and all these parents are going, oh my God, what are we going to do with our kids? Like, well, we have to go to work. And it's like, and then you got like our parents, they're like our parents right. are like looking around doing one of those things. So we're like, we used to leave our fucking kids home from the time right. they were like six. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Like, now you get like locked don't, up for it. Don't, oh, don't. Open the door for anybody. Don't answer the phone unless it's me. Yeah, it's like, I don't answer the phone. And I'll be calling it this time because we didn't call out. Yeah, call we didn't ID. have call ID. To watch your brother and take the fucking chicken out of the freezer. Like, <laughs> I that know. And I want the dishes done by the time I get home. The right. And don't destroy this fucking house. Yeah. You, there's plenty of cereal. That's right. And, and ramen noodles. My mom used to have. And Peanut I would eat, like, two jelly. packs of ramen noodles. and Yeah, exactly. Or she would get us, like, extra, um... 
if we act, if we had extra money, we would have macaroni and cheese, and we could make macaroni and cheese. Right, yeah. like that's how we lived. I know, and I'm like, so it's so funny. So that was like one of the memes they were like, um, you know, talking about uh, the Gen. Are we Gen Z? Is that yeah? What I think the, I, I don't know. Jay, Jay knows exactly what generation. It, is. But it says I can't remember exactly what it said. It was like, but the Gen Z's parents are looking around, going, "Well, I used to leave my kid over in or six. Like you guys are a bunch of pussies. Like it was just the funniest thing. And I'm like, it kind of is that way. But anyway, back to this. So there's a new TikTok challenge of sorts going around over. <laughs> where teens are dressing up as grandmas wearing face masks in order to purchase alcohol without an ID. And you can see it, like, here's this kid, and he's dressed up like a grandma with a wig and, like, old Yenta clothing. Like, I don't even know if it's, like, really old. Like, he looks like he's from, like, the Netherlands or something. Like, it's so fucking funny. It says, yup, it's the latest teen trend we have to worry about as parents. No, we don't have to worry about it. We, It's not that deep. Look, it the says, kids that are out there doing these TikTok challenges... It's I really feel, thing for fun more than anything. I feel like they're these rich kids they that, are. that have all this fucking they're little freedom. Fun assholes. And they have no supervision. Exactly. Because nobody in our in our like tax bracket nobody, <laughs> nobody, <laughs> nobody's kid in this ta- our tax bracket or below is gonna pull some shit. Because we will smack the shit out of our kids. <laughs> well that and like we don't have money to help you get wigs and all this shit. Right. Anyway. So it says, according to several reports, our kids are posting videos of themselves scoring alcohol after disguising themselves as grandmas and wearing a face mask disguised as their actual face. Teens are wearing glasses, headscarves, and baggy sweaters to pass as being a grandma. Unfortunately, many have been successful in obtaining alcohol. Like, this one is actually pretty good. Like, he's got, like, a headscarf on, white. I mean, it actually looks pretty funny. I'm like, oh, my God, these fucking kids. Those are very negligent. This one? actually has like a face like one like it's like a, a halloween mask like a I'm prosthetic like, like a prosthetic yeah this one is a prosthetic i'm like how did somebody walk up to the counter with a prosthetic one and the guy behind the thing was like yeah you look legit here you go here's your fireball and or whatever you're getting i don't know and the the, the car they don't want to card them if they're old because they're like oh man they're gonna be mad well i mean it's clearly a face man like that's clearly that but it's all dressed up so anyway it says, while teens are certainly posting this on t- TikTok, many videos have either been taken down or have been made private, but it's currently something we should have to worry about. Oh, kids are dumb. Kids, quit fucking around. This is why TikTok's going to go bye-bye. <laughs> oh, let me see. In one video posted by user blah, 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 a group of girls are seen dancing and dressing up their friend in a rubber mask. Yep, say rubber mask, wigging glasses. And they head to a 7-Eleven. She's then filmed waddling in a convincing old woman's doll with a full bag of booze back to the car. Oh, this is her. <laughs> her going back in the car. Oh, my God. That's because 7-Elevens don't give a fuck. Those, those are states that, like, you, that's not flying in Delaware when you can't buy alcohol anywhere but the fucking. I, it's just so stupid. I'm just store. like, oh, my God. I'm like, I, I could just imagine. I mean, who comes up with it? Like, how do you just sit around one day and go, I wonder we should if, dress up like a grandma and see if we can get booze? Uh, this, I don't know. This TikTok kid's a fucking genius. They but I really enjoy, shit. like, this, though, where they're like, we have to worry about this. We don't have to worry no, about this. No, we that. don't fucking have to worry about this. All right. Oh, so, um, speaking of kids being way smarter than adults at this point. Right. <laughs> I have a story from NBCnews.com, and it is 15 adults have been hospitalized after drinking methanol-contaminated hand sanitizer, and four have died. Oh, dear God. So it's fi- like the Tide Pods, right. except with adults. With adults. 15 idiots. adults have been poisoned after drinking hand sanitizer that contained methanol. The Center of Disease Control of Prevention reported on Wednesday. Methanol, or wood alcohol, is a toxic chemical that can lead to hospitalization or death, death if ingested. The Food and Drug Administration first warned of hand sanitizers with, pe- with possible methanol contamination in June. 
citing nine products from Mexico. Since then, the list has grown to more than 100. So there's 100 Seriously? hand sanitizers out there that have this methanol in it. All right. The CDC recommends hand sanitizers that contain either ethanol or isop- isopropanol, isopropanol, mm-hmm. which is rubbing alcohol, mm-hmm. which are also alcohols, but not methanol. Hand sanitizer and hand sanitizer should never be ingested. I don't feel like we should have to tell people hand sanitizer shouldn't be ingested. I know. Why? Ridiculous. Really? That's the whole thing? I mean, you're adults, too. Like, there's no reason for you to be that stupid. Oh, it says continue reading. I was like, what the hell? (laughs) (laughs) That's it? Okay, so the CDC reported... Report included 15 cases of methanol poisoning in New Mexico and Arizona that occurred May and June. The average age was was 43. What? That's that's us. I know we're 43. I would never do such a thing. And 13 of the cases were in men. Of course they were. Several (laughs) of the cases were among American (laughs) Indians, Alaskan Natives, though the report does not detail the exact number. All 15 individuals were hospitalized and four people died. Another three developed vision problems and now a side effect is and is a known side effect. A side effect. A side effect. A side effect is of methanol poisoning. All of the cases detailed in the report that had blood tests to confirm the presence of methanol. Additionally, all of the individuals reported past hand sanitizer ingestion. Why? In one case highlighted this in a CDC report, a 44-year-old male sought care after developing vision problems. The man said that he had drank an unknown quantity of hand sanitizer in recent days. The man was hospital and experienced seizures. He was later discharged with near total vision loss, the report said. Oh my god. Other individuals sought care because of gastro gastro gastrointestinal or vision problems. Some lost consciousness. One individual sought care because of media reports of methanol-contaminated hand sanitizers. The report noted that cases of methanol poisoning that occur when someone applies the chemical to skin is rare. But they didn't do that. They fucking were drinking it. It can occur. Any individuals who have been exposed to hand sanitizers containing methanol should seek medical care immediately after developing concerning symptoms, report said. Wait, did they ever say in this they report why they, do why they, they were drinking it? it? I was going to say, they do it because of the Rona or... I, I don't mean, know. Well, they are making these, like, hand sanitizers out of, like, they look like liquor bottles. They're like, it's called, like, hand sanitizer. But it's actually hand sanitizer. Like, it's it's just a big bottle Oh, my God. It. I'm so glad. Let me just say, okay, so the other thing I made a video yesterday, we went to the ReStore place out of Middletown. And uh, just because I, well, I had to take comp pictures. And I was like, oh, let's stop in there and see what's in there. On this one shelf, no joke, this woman was like, asked him if he could grab this thing off the top of the shelf because he's tall. So he goes to grab it and he gives it to her. They were reselling an absolute bottle that somebody painted. Oh. But they just painted flowers on it. But it said absolute, but then there's paint, like, then there was flowers. Oh. Like, but it wasn't even like a good thing. It was like, like a child's thing or something. And then they were trying to sell it at the restore place, an absolute vodka bottle. It was so weird. She's like, oh, I don't want that. That says blah, blah, blah. I was like, this is the weirdest fucking thing I've ever seen. And then they had, like, Classico jars and stuff, I guess, for people if they want a can or something. But I'm like, who would, like, donate Classico spaghetti jars? Like, it's weird. Actually, there's a lot of that at the Goodwill, like, jars and shit in the glassware. I'm like, who? And that's just like Classico spaghetti sauce jars. Yeah, and they're just lazy people. Lazy people stocking the shelves that know that's fucking trash so they can just trash it. It was, tr- but they were like really selling. I said, "Well, is this maybe because people can 
I don't think so. Because they, they can't reseal them once they're open. Open. I know, but that's what I just thought. I don't know. I just thought it was the weirdest thing. And he was like, I've never seen such a thing in my life. I was like, yeah, me neither. <laughs> I was like, that's fucking weird. Anyway. <laughs> All right. Um, NBC News. I'm going to need why they drank the hand sanitizer. Yeah, that's really weird. But, oh my God. In other news. So, pedophilia seems to be the talk of the town now, right? Yeah. So, Either people are saying, you know, why aren't we... Like, the media is not really talking about anything, right? right? And, of course, we've been hearing about Pedo Island. Uh-huh. You know, there's been this whole thing, and still no reports on it yet. And we talked we, we talked about Corey Feldman, right. who basically was out there fucking putting it all out there, and nobody believed him. And I told you, I, be- I believed him 100%. No, it's not that I didn't believe him. I just, he's so fucking he weird. He is weird, but he's, he's so weird because weird. he was molested for all his whole entire life. Yeah, I don't, I, like that, that, I think it was that, that, that drugs. That I think. Quality, well, he was using drugs to numb the pain. Yeah, but then, you know, because you can kind of tell, like, when you see somebody like that, you're like, yeah, you've been on drugs at some point, so, regardless. But. So, uh, no, the, he, that thing came out, and he fucking blabbed out, that out. He had a whole list. And that was never publicized. That was never talked about. You know about. what? It wasn't. It just went away. It just Everything went was away. Quiet. And you know what? It is weird because that is bombshell shit and it's not being talked about. And that was the, that's the one thing I see now more than I've ever seen, right? Given the, the current climate of what's going on. Right. Where I've never, I mean, I've been, I like conspiracy theories. I like talking, especially when it comes to like aliens and like 9-11. Like I'll watch that kind of shit, right? But I was like, I never really truly believed the media controls whatever. Because not that I... I just didn't really give it that much thought, right. frankly, right? Now I'm like, oh, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's Yeah, because thing. there's so much everybody's talking about on social media and everything, and there's a total media blackout about it. The Wayfair thing never came up. Pedo Island's not coming up, really. Right, they're like, oh, we're releasing his flight logs, but now all these celebrities that are on flight log are supposedly on the flight logs. Right. Like, and there's there's fake flight logs out there with names like Tom Hanks and Ellen DeGeneres. Right. And Oprah. Um, there's things like that. Right now, Ellen DeGeneres, they are, like, attacking her. Oh, because they're saying it's, they're really mean over there, like, and, behind the scenes. And Kevin Hart said that she's probably one of the nicest people he's ever met. So maybe and, she's okay, but maybe the staffs are cunts. I don't but know. But I, I believe Kevin Hart. Because comedians yeah. don't give a fuck if they piss you off. Like, that's just more material for them. Right. And Kevin Hart, he doesn't give a fuck if he pisses you off anyway, because mm-hmm. he's got more money than God right now, and he's the hottest well, thing out there. Yeah, well, he's definitely, um, he's definitely, like, uh, on so, the A-list. So I feel like if Ellen DeGeneres was a bitch, like they're saying she was, Kevin Hart wouldn't have been like, no. He said, I'm really sad about what's happening to my friend Ellen right now because she's probably the dopest fucking person on this planet. Yeah. And she does so much for people and she does she so does. much for, for charities and things like that. All right. So there's all these people on these lists that's on Pedo Island. Yeah, let's start That are on now. these flight logs, which okay. they have these flight logs on the internet and it's just a bunch of initials. So how do you really know who's on there and who's not? Right. Like... Tom, they're saying Tom Hanks because there's a TH, but that could be, like, Teddy Hoover. A Teddy Hoover who's been dead. <laughs> Teddy, Teddy Hoover from, like, Yeah, I mean, who Iowa. So, no, you know what? I think that's one of the weird things about some of these conspiracy theorists. Um, I mean, I know that you have, like, a story with, you know, Chrissy Teigen. Yes. Um, uh, but it's like they, they just go after people without, that's very baseless. And very dangerous. Right. Because right? if these people were not on this plane, like if it comes out that Tom Hanks is on this plane or Christy Teigen or John Legend or the Clintons for that matter, if it comes out that they were actually on these planes, and it will come out because I think Jeffrey Epstein's little fucking 
girlfriend uh-huh. is about to blow script. Well, she's nuts. She's nuts, and she don't care if she's going down. Everybody else Gislaine is going down is with her. Name? Yeah, Jislaine. Jislaine. Yeah. So I feel like if she's going down, everybody's going down with her. Well, and Jeffrey Epstein's dead. So what is she protecting anymore anyway? So I feel like if it comes out that these people were actually on this plane, then slap me in the face because I fucking never would have believed it in a fucking second. No, I mean what you said, like Corey. But I, I don't even know all the list. I think I have to go back and look it up with Corey Feldman what he said because there's just the media blackout with this stuff is so weird. So like, you know, obviously like we said, the Wayfair thing, they didn't talk about that. And it's, eh, we were all talking about it. Right. You know what I mean? And it's so crazy because most of the news that I get comes from our timelines first before right. I even hear it on the news. Oh, and So like, how are you not reporting on like, this? oh, it's a conspiracy theory and, and, um, Wayfair has, you know, renamed the products. Why was there a $10,000 cabinet named after a girl who disappeared? Like, it would be different if it was just one, but there was six or seven different cabinets with this with names of children who right. disappeared. And I think they're just like, I almost think Wayfair is kind of like a, the uh, furniture sort of Amazon-ish thing, mm-hmm. where I think they have like multiple, I mean, so people can sell on Wayfair, and I think that's kind of what it was, but, but the media's not talking about it, and no. that's what's so weird, and they know that this is what we're talking about, and we we've, we've, hear nothing, and I'm like, this is what I'm like, you know what? It is true. Yep. And it's so fucked up that they, they get to decide what we fear, what we, you know, what we think about. It's just so fucking weird or whatever. But so now the newest thing is, and I haven't seen this on the news yet, but I've been very busy with my new man. <laughs> so <laughs> I've been very busy. Um, but there's this new one. It's um, Hasbro pulls trolls poppy doll amid PD pedophilia concerns that's because that shit was sick and you know what and usually i'm like oh god because remember we did the one where the girl like didn't want to do the the bridal thing for halloween right the bride costume please have several seats and get the fuck over yourself like jesus christ so i was kind of like oh god what now right and then i read it and i'm like oh my god so there's this troll video of it the it's the the troll from the new movie Mm -hmm. and the one that anna kendrick plays okay it's that's who it is i don't know her name because i've never seen trolls okay yeah no i haven't seen it either right but it says the company behind a popular Trolls doll is apologizing today after more than 270,000 people signed a petition calling for the toy's removal from store shelves because they say it normalizes pedophilia. And as soon as I kind of read that, I was like, what? But then, like, I kind of, like, read on and all that stuff. It says, um, the petition says the Trolls World Tour doll named Poppy has a button on her private area That's under her skirt. Hmm? Poppy. Poppy, yeah. And when you push this button on the doll's private, she gasps and giggles. This is not okay for a child's toy. This toy needs to be removed from our stores. What will make this, or what will this toy make our innocent, impressionable children think? That is, well, no, and that's so weird because then they actually do it. Like, um, Sam Parker, I guess, is a, a Senate guy or whatever. Yeah, I watched a video of a girl in YouTube who was, like, and in here Walmart. It is. Okay, I wanted to do a quick video. This is I it. I find this disturbing, and I find it something that needs to be Let me just kind of up. a little bit. Because she takes a little time to get fucking to it. And that's and figured a video was the best way so I just touched her tummy and she's going to sing for a minute but down here is a button and it really right is it's right on her, her privates yeah her private and part and if you push those she makes these sounds like a gasping sound that's very odd yeah and I know this yes. may not like and I'm going to take that off because we don't need to listen to the whole thing. But it was really creepy because at first I was like, come on. 
Yeah, like fuck? I was like, is this girl just being a Karen? Yeah, and I then like, I watched on. the video and I was like, holy shit, that is disgusting. It really was disgusting. And I'm like, how in the hell did this make it off the drawing board over at Hasbro? And somebody was like, it seems like a good idea to put a gasping giggle button on her vagina where it would be. Right. And I'm like, oh my God, like I don't know how it even made it out of there. And now they're recalling them all. And it's like, this should have never happened. And you know what? Ever. They're going to recall it. And those people that bought these are going to keep them in the box. Because they're going to be worth a shitload of money. They're going to put them on a fucking shelf yep. somewhere. And in 10 years, they're going to sell them for like $30,000. That's right. I know. And it's so weird. Because I'm sicko that wants to just push a button on the hoo-ha of a troll doll. I know. And it's so weird. I'm like, oh my God. But yeah, so they are recalling those and they're apologizing for it. And it's like, you know what? I mean, there's just no apologizing for this, I don't think. You know what I mean? We're going to go like 10 minutes over. No, I'm cutting it out. Okay. We have like 10 minutes worth of shit. Okay. But, um, so, okay, now i got to cut that out too. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we're just cutting everything out. But, um, it's just, it's weird to me. It's like, you can't apologize for something like that. No, no. I like, mean, you can, but it's like, like who, that was just Who fuckery. on the Disney fucking board was like, you know what? We're going to fuck with people. Yeah, I know. Like, I just, how I don't did that even get that. through? I don't, I don't know. Like, I don't understand how it even made it out of there. So, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of interested to see. Oh, come on, Jonathan. All right, so let's talk about, like, asshole people. Okay. We're, we're on that subject anyway. Okay. So, this on Percolately, P-E-R-C-O Lately.com. Mm-hmm. A woman who refused fiancé prenup request now, now wants her own after inheriting a fortune and the fiancé is pissed. As he should be. Yeah. So, while engaged couples discussing wedding plans can be... Exhilarating arranging prenuptial agreements can be downright unromantic. Reddit throw throw R A South Parking. I guess that Redditor throw R A oh, South is Parking their is their name. Okay, yeah. Is a thirty three year old man who had been previously divorced and wanted to get a prenup before getting married to his girlfriend of four years. His thirty six year old fiance was opposed to the idea and accused him of anticipating possibly the possibility of divorce from her in the future. However, (laughs) a recent turn of events made her change her tune. The fiancé sought input from strangers on the relationship advice advice Sue Reddit, where he wrote, Fiancé didn't want to sign a prenup with me. Got an inheritance, now wants a prenup. That is ridiculous. So, a little background. Here it is. I make around $250,000 a year. My fiancé makes around $65,000 a year. We've both been divorced. I've I've asked for a prenup. Protecting my existing assets, two rental properties worth around $400,000, my retirement account, my house, which I live in, existing savings account, and just sentimental things. Right. So he's just trying to protect what he's got because right, he's already been through a divorce. Yeah. I offered to pay for a lawyer for her and make anything earned after the wedding fair game in a split divorce. Right. So he's just doing this to cover what he's got already. Right. In my previous divorce, my ex took a lot that I had before even when we before we even met each other and took a lot of things with sentimental value just to hurt me. I floated the idea of a prenup and she was not okay with it. It hurt her feelings and she said I was planning for a divorce I, I if I want a prenup. Right. She had the, this idea that when we marry, everything becomes ours. We've been dating for four years and had very few bumps in the road, so I, so I don't see super high risk of divorce, but I do acknowledge it's there. Which you should, because nobody knows what's going to happen. Right. Anyway, I love her. And I so I said, okay, we don't need one. Fast forward a couple months, her grandmother abruptly dies. Wasn't expected. Grandmother was quite healthy before she had a heart attack. 
Now the tables have turned and she wants a prenup protecting these assets from me, which is, which I was fine with, but she doesn't want to sign my prenup in return for that. What? No. <laughs> her reasoning is that her grandmother wouldn't have wanted her wealth to leave her direct. Her grandmother wouldn't have wanted her wealth to leave her direct family and that there's the reason it was left to, all to her and not her siblings or her parents. And the pre must, the prenup must not have been important to me because I threw out the idea after minimal pushback. <sighs> I'm at a loss here. Right. In one regard, I'm glad we had the prenup, prenup discussion because I it brought up these sides of us. But I'm really wondering if this four-year relationship that has been full of nothing but love and support for each other until now is even sal salvageable. She's not willing to budge on her own prenup like I was. And I'm finding this whole situation very frustrating. So, the, of course, the Redditors, you know, had to comment their opinions. So, it says, many Redditors quickly noted the hypocrisy of the fiancé wanting to protect her assets while denying the OP's right to protect his. Right. Maybe highlight the fact that she has had, she, she said that a prenup meant that there was a plan for divorce. Ask her how your request is different from if you plan on keeping your wealth and assets in your direct family, too. A compromise will definitely be needed from your fiancé. Don't budge on your prenup. It's reasonable. She should understand where you're coming from, especially since she seems to feel the same way about protecting her own important assets. Right, exactly. If there's hostility because of the prenups, it's definitely worth waiting until she's resol it's resolved before moving ahead with the wedding. You'll say a prayer every night and thank that, thank that grandma. Her death showed you who your fiancé is. Ooh, burn. <laughs> she signs your first, yours first. After that, you can sign hers. This is the only way. The only way. I just, it's like, you can't, I don't, I don't understand why they would even think it was appropriate. Right. Like, you see what I'm saying? Like, it's not even appropriate. Like, you know damn well you screwed yourself by being all high and mighty with the prenup to begin with. Right. And not only that, you're not really high and mighty. You know, I understand, like, you've already been divorced, you want to protect, like, what you have. And you right. come up and with something I, decent. And he was very fair, I think. Yeah, and then to turn around and be like, oh, well, now that I have money. Right. Now that I'm not, you Now know, that it's me... <laughs> I feel I feel like she, the way if he marries her she's going to be very selfish and she's going to spend 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 on stupid shit and he should probably back the fuck out of that right now <laughs> just run just run. run get it over with just run, run. <laughs> oh my gosh I don't know I just it's it's so weird to me that like do you you realize the hypocrisy when it comes out of your mouth or are you totally oblivious because that's gonna tell you if you should marry her or not right you know what I mean like if she knows it's coming out of her mouth Right, and she does it any old way, and it, and she doesn't care that it's coming out all fuckered up. She's just like, yeah, you know, and you're like, like, you're that stupid, like you're that I don't know. selfish, you're you're that selfish, exactly. But like you know, but then like if you're completely oblivious, then she's kind of dumb. To, I don't know the whole thing. It's is so just... funny because I I told Paco I was like, you know, if this thing takes off, uh -huh. if this thing takes off, and we like explode and and start getting monetized and things mm -hmm. like that. Um, I was like, baby, I can't wait to buy you like a garage and, and, and give you like a lift and a workshop for your trucks and, and, the, and you can have all the project trucks you want. Like all my money that I want to make is focused on what I can do for Paco. Oh, that's nice. Oh, that's like, I just want to make you happy and, you know, we'll, you know, have people take care of the food truck for your parents so they can make the profit off it, but they don't have to work it. Like, <laughs> well, I think his dad probably would still want to. Like, you know, if your dad wants to make the food, that's fine. Yeah, like, exactly. Like, you know, I want to make sure that everybody's taken care of. And, you know, I don't even think about what I would buy myself. Like, oh, I'm finally going to buy myself that 2018 Corolla. <laughs> oh, my God. You know what? No, that, I think it's so funny because um, 
Well, I mean, I've been single for a while. Right. You know what I mean? I mean, obviously, you know, not that long. But, I mean, I haven't, you know, had anybody around in a little bit. And, um, but even before my last relationship, I was alone for a really long time. Uh For, like, eight years. I mean, little things here and there, but nothing really came out. So, I got used to really thinking about how I want to do things and what my goals would be and what I would want to do for me. Right? Right. And only because it was just me and the boys and... And so it's like, even now I'm like, if I get that money, I'm getting my pool and I'm getting right. my, my gazebo with the hard top and everything. Like, cause that's all I think about. Like, I want to get this, you know, I want to get this in ground pool, like really bad. So I don't know. I think it's kind of funny that you're like, oh, pocket, but you guys have been together for years. Yeah. But I, I so feel it makes like, sense. You, but I've you always know. been like that though. I've always been a giver. No, like, I'm a giver too. But I mean, you know, my relationship's very new. You know what I mean? So it's like, of course, you know, you want to do nice things for each other because it's, it's new. But um, with you, you and Paco have been together for a while. You've lived together for a while. What are you on, like four years? It'll be four years this this year, and he's four he years. takes such good care of me. So yeah, so I mean, it's, so I, I can just want to take that care of him. Yeah, if I'm like, you know, if me and this guy, you know, work out and we're together for a while, like I would think the same thing. I'd right. be like, I can't wait. I actually, I'd be like, I'll make you a house husband. Right? <laughs> He'd be like what? You know what I mean? It's just funny. I actually made a joke about it. I was like, I'll make you my house husband, and um. So, yeah, I can see why. You know, I think a lot of us are like that, where we, like, you know, would want to do something nice for somebody else. But I don't know. Would you get a prenup? No. You wouldn't? Mm-mm. You wouldn't get a prenup? No. So you make it all big. Paco is what he is. Mm-hmm. You know? And then you make it all, like, you know, Star Spangled Banner, National Treasure that you are, uh, you know, going to be. Yeah, I have no I have no doubts in my mind about Paco. Mm-hmm. Um, because I feel like if Paco and I broke up, Paco is the type of person that, like, I don't want fucking anything from you. Yeah. Like, even if you have all this money? Yeah, he would be like, I don't fucking want anything for you. For yeah. Me. But I'm also to the point now where I don't think if we got rich, it would change anything about him. Yeah. He's the realest guy yeah, I know. I don't, yeah, I think so. Yeah, I mean, if anything, he'd probably want, like, some, you know, project things to do. But you're right. right. And he probably wouldn't even want that. Project trucks. Like, I would, put, he, I would have to buy them myself. He wouldn't be like, babe, I'm going to buy this. Yeah. Like, I would have to be like, look, I found this amazing truck. Look that- what I got for you. <laughs> right. And look, and here's your garage with your lift and, and yeah. all the top of the line tools. Like, right. It's like monkey garage here. Like, that's one of the show we watches. It's oh, like really? Texas Metal, babe, in your own house. <laughs> A house with all grass on all four sides. But... Oh, I know, because you're in a townhouse. You're like, we have a house with the grass on all four sides. I and think that is so funny when you say he that. he always says that. He's like, babe, our next house, we're going to have grass on all four sides. Oh, my God. It's, moving on up. Moving his on goal. up. To his his goal. But he is. He's the realest person I know. So I don't think anything would really change. I, I don't think he would want, like, a shit ton of money for me if this happened. So I don't feel the, the hmm. need for a prenup. I don't know. I don't want to say anything because I, he's going to end up listening to it and I don't want to look like an asshole. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because he listens to the podcast and he loves the radio show. So I'm like. Just be like, look. It's I don't want to say anything because it's new. But I'm like, I feel like yet. I would. You I feel like I would though. I think I would get a prenup. Yeah, but then again, you have worked so hard. Yeah, I think to, I would To get it. what you have now though. Yeah. Like you went through a time where you depended on a man and everything felt fucking shit. <laughs> like and now here you are you're in your own house you're doing your own thing you did this on your own yeah when I was married it was very very different yeah when I was right. married you did you this know, on your own so you're just protecting what's yours I think this guy's prenup was very fair like everything that existed before the marriage is mine right. like the rental properties the homes all right. this this house this is mine right. but anything after we get married is a free split down the middle like right. okay like so she's still gonna get half of everything when he go when it should go down right 
So I don't understand why she just won't fucking sign the shit. I'd sign that in a second. I'd be like, all right. I don't know. I guess it's maybe being short-sighted. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe being short-sighted uh, with that kind of situation. I don't know. I think I would definitely do a, a prenup, especially... Um, but see, I'd be, like, what if it did, like, you know, <laughs> like, what if it did blow up my face and this didn't happen, but then he, like, became all rich and then he asked me for a prenup. I'd be like, how rude. Right. Like, kind of like with you and Paco. Like, with you and Paco. I, I was listening to the podcast last week, just, like, checking it out. And we were talking about the little boys that came in with the oven. And you were like, yeah, I flirt with them. And as soon as they'd be flirting back, like, ew, I got a boyfriend. Right. Like, oh, my God. And I'm like, Paco said to me the other day, he said, I know you're getting ready to start this job and on the rocks. And you're hosting karaoke. If you could please keep your flirting to a minimum. And I was like, what? And I was like, what do you mean minimum? And he was like, I mean zero. <laughs> and he was like, I know who you Zero's are. Zero's not a minimum, Paco. I know who you are and I know you flirt. But he was like, imagine if I would do that to you. And I have to keep that in mind. Because he's absolutely right. Because I'm a flirt and a half. Now, if anybody flirts back with me, I get all like, oh my God, stop. Ew. But... <laughs> How dare you? But I am a flirt and a half. Yeah. And Paco's been very good about it. But he's absolutely right. If Paco flirted with some bitch, I'd be like, what the hell is your problem? Paco told me to turn my crazy down the other day. Did he? He told you to turn your crazy down? Yes. You know that never works, right, men? Do not ever (laughs) say, please turn your crazy down, because that ensures the dial's going to go up to all the way. So we're riding down the road, right? (laughs) We're riding down the road. We're in a Kia. And, you know, I'm, like, looking at him, like, I love him. Oh! So, and Lizzo's Truth Hurts, <laughs> Lizzo's Truth Hurts come on, comes on the radio. And it's playing, it's playing, and he's like, I'm gonna put the singing single. And that's the only line of the whole entire song he sang. Oh! So I was like... You motherfucker. I was like, are you gonna put the singing single, Paco? And he was like, what? I was like, that's the only line you sang in this whole entire song. <laughs> he was like, it's the only line I know! Oh, my God. And I was like, sure it is, Paco. Sure it is. I was like, but if I was the, that was the only line of the song I sang, how would you feel about that? Gonna put the sing and single. No, you ain't. The only way out of this shit is through a fuck, in a fucking box, box. motherfucker. <laughs> You're done. You're locked in. There's no, <laughs> there's no getting out of this. You're crazy. <sighs> so you ain't putting the sing and shit. <laughs> and he's like, I'm gonna need you to die. He looked down and he looked over at me. He was like, babe. I was like, yeah. He was like, I'm going to need you to turn down your crazy. I'm sorry. What did you just say? <laughs> I was like. You want me to turn it up? Because I feel like that's what you just said. I was said. like, my crazy is at a good, like, two or three. I was like, but have you met my family? I was like, I can turn my crazy up and rain crazy on like you like you have never seen me. <laughs> I was like. So, I'm going to ask you never to tell me that again. I know. Because I will crank that shit way the fuck up, Paco. And you're not going to like it. And Paco is going to look at you and walk away. Yeah, he is. He is. That's what's going to happen. He's like, I am putting I'm not dealing shit. with this shit. You let me know when you're done. I'll be back later. Right. He's going to walk bitch. away from me. And like four and a half hours later, he's going to come back in and be like, hey, baby, Peek you in, done? his head in. Baby, you done? And, and then, <laughs> the thing is with Paco, he says about me all the time. He was like, I love you when you're mad at me. He was like, it doesn't last long and you're never really mad at me. Like, I could say some fucked up shit to you and you're like, what the fuck did you say? And you want to be all mad. But then I'll be like, baby. And he was like, and most of the time I just offered you food. 
So if you guys have any red flags, you feel like you're like, okay, well, I got to break it down to this guy before things get serious. This is how I am. You know, write us in. Let us know. And we're at um, straightfromthenet at gmail.com. We're also on Facebook at Straight From The Net. You can find Jamie on Twitter and Danielle on Twitter. I never Snap- do anything on Twitter. Jamie's all about Jamie Twitter. Jamie is all Please about I'm Jamie at Straight From The Net on Twitter. And I am like fucking obsessed with Twitter. So bring that on. And the twat box. And the tw- put it in my twat box. <laughs> You can find us on Twitter, Snapchat, <laughs> um, Facebook, Instagram. I'm on Snapchat a lot. So Danielle's I do really on- good with Snapchat. And that's uh, DannyGrand123. But Facebook's the main one. And then Jamie's all about the Twitter. I am about the Twitter right now. It's so, going to happen. So give us a write-in. Um, let us know that. And we're on a bunch of sh- fucking platforms, too, that Danielle is going to tell you about. You can find us on Spotify, TuneIn Radio, SoundCloud is our mother account, um, iPodcast, iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play Music. Until next week. Okay, bye. Okay, bye. bye.